North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's getting $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in to Dr. Low Radio. Hey, I'm recording this, actually, because I needed to forewarn you that this next show you're going to be listening to, half of it's live and half of it's recorded. We were having some audio issues, so sorry if there's a kind of a change in the quality of our voices, but I think you'll still get lots and lots of value out of the show, and enjoy. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. It's that time you tuned into Dr. Low Radio, where you hear the very best in natural medicine and nutrition. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel. Thanks for joining me again for another fabulous evening and a wonderful show. So excited. I love doing these shows after a work day and being able to talk to you guys. And, and also, too, if you guys don't know, we, I work with patients locally here in San Diego and all over the country. So if you've been listening to the show, you love the information, and you want someone who can help you get healthier, I can do that for you. You don't have to be local to San Diego. So check me out, drlaurennoel.com. And also check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Noel. And on Twitter, twitter.com slash Dr. Lauren Noel. And we're always taking questions on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, you can always call in and ask questions on the show, and we can answer your questions for you, 818-495-6919. We have a fun show tonight. We're going to be giving away some cookbooks. So I'm really, really excited, and I have a personal friend on the show, so I'll introduce her in just a second. I wanted to give you a heads up on some of the shows coming up in the next couple of weeks, which I'm stoked about. Next week, same time, Tuesday at 6 o'clock, I'm going to be interviewing the author of The Miracle Morning. His name is Hal Elrod, and I just stumbled upon this book online because, to be honest with you, I was struggling to get up in the morning, and I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to do something to stop being a zombie as soon as I wake up. So I looked up on Amazon, just looking up things about how to help me get up out of bed, and I've stumbled upon this book, Miracle Morning, and I started reading it on my phone, and I loved it, and I tried it, and I was able to pop out of bed, and I posted it on my Facebook wall, and then a bunch of people started doing it, and I was like, I love this guy. I have to have him on the show, so I found him on Facebook, contacted him, and the next thing you know, he's going to be a guest on the show, so super fun. I love how things just kind of fall into place like that, so that'll be next week, and it's all about developing a ritual first thing in the morning that helps you start your day in a very mindful way, rather than just you know, pressing the snooze button over and over and over again and then just feeling like a victim to your day and things just thrown at you all day long that you have to react to. So it's a way to start mindfully and really create an intention for your day. And and I noticed that for myself when I would start my mornings like that, it hasn't been every single day, but when I do, I notice a really big difference. I wanted to be able to share that with you guys. So that's next week. The following week is going to be uh, Christine, um, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Arillo, I believe, and she's the author of Madly in Love with Me, The Daring Adventure of Becoming Your Own Best Friend. And it's the same thing, same situation. I was going, I need something to kind of build me up. I'm feeling a little down on myself. And I looked up this book on Amazon, read it, and I'm about halfway through, and I absolutely love it. So I really think, you know, so much of what we deal with with our health comes down to the mental, emotional, 
realm. And if that's not addressed, you know, I can give you all kinds of supplements and, you know, put you on hormones or, you know, do this diet or that diet or whatever. But if we're not getting to the root cause, which is, you know, sometimes for some people, the mental emotional area, then can't really, you know, get, get down to the, what's really causing it. And so, you know, if you address the root cause and so much of the time, you know, the rest of the stuff just kind of takes care of itself. And I think for a lot of us, especially as women, I'm I'm kind of on a high about this because I just did a conference over the weekend about, you know, how to relate to the opposite sex and what you need as a woman and all that kind of stuff. But I think for a lot of us, we are just so um, unnecessarily hard on ourselves and we really compare ourselves to the ideal woman and we don't really love ourselves. And I think that a lot of the times, you know, if we get back to loving ourselves and addressing kind of that, you know, mind-body aspects, a lot of the other things can fall into place. And I've seen it for patients. So that's next week. That's Christine Arillo, Madly in Love with Me. So check that out in two weeks, sorry. Um, Also, too, if you're local to San Diego, some really cool events coming up, some cooking classes, some paleo cooking classes, and I will be making an appearance as well to give a little, you know, lecture about what the paleo diet's all about. And our guest tonight, Camille Macris, I always mispronounce her name, she's going to be teaching um, some cooking classes. So it's tomorrow, actually, um, Wednesday, from 6 to 9. And it's um, if you want to go to the to the website recipe.rx.com, there's still some spots available if you want to join in on the cooking class. It's forty dollars per person, or it's sixty for two people. So you want to bring someone, you can um, get a deal. And also this coming Sunday from two to five. So um, either or, you can you know go to one or the other. You can go to both if you want. And um, yeah, so check it out recipe.rx.com, and I will see you there. So our guest tonight, Camille Macris, is the founder and CEO of RecipeRx.com, which is a, a software to generate recipes and meal plans that perfectly fit your, your unique health profile. She's releasing her first cookbook, Paleogasm, 150 grain, dairy, and sugar-free recipes that will leave you totally satisfied and begging for more. And I can attest to that because I've had her cooking and I do beg for more and I oftentimes text her and say, I want more, is being released this Thursday, January 24th. And by the way, that's not only my birthday, but it's also Camille's birthday, too, so it's kind of a special day. Camille is committed to inspiring and empowering 100 million people in her lifetime to prepare healthy, satisfying meals at home that will that each step will be fun, simple, and satisfying. And I've seen her in action, and the girl knows what she's doing. So really looking forward to the show. Camille, thanks so much for being on the show. Welcome to Dr. Low Radio. Hi, birthday buddy. How's it going? I haven't seen you in so long. I know. It's so great. It's so great to be with you. Thank you for having me. Of course, I, of course. I'm, I'm stoked about our um, our cooking class tomorrow. I think it's going to be super fun, and I'm um, I'm actually looking forward to getting some pointers myself because I have been in my own little paleo rut. So I think this show definitely appeals to me, and I'm looking forward to getting some pointers from you because you kind of just have that ability to just throw stuff together, which I kind of hate about you because I feel like there's either <laughs> like people who can do that and people who can't. I don't feel like I can, but I know you're very encouraging, and you say, oh, it's so easy, just, you know, balance this with that and this, and it's like, whatever, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, hopefully by the end of the show it will be easy for you too. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. So, Camille, for our listeners, um, tell us a little bit about you. You know, what kind of got you into health, to writing this cookbook? Tell us a little bit about your story. Sure. So, um, I think one thing that is just very important for everybody to know is that I am a food lover first and a health nut second. So, from 
Actually, I remember, I think you talked about this on a show once, something about, like, eating sticks of butter when you were a baby. I think yep. you said that. I still and, do it. Uh, <laughs> so from, from like, before I was walking, literally my mom had to bungee cord the refrigerator closed because I would climb in there and gnaw on sticks of butter. So I was already sort of like an evolved paleo eater even before I could walk. <laughs> and... Um, and I just remember so young and early in life that I would be experimenting in the kitchen. I think, like, the first thing I ever made, I grew up in northern New Mexico, so, you know, Mexican cuisine is very popular. And I wanted to make a red chili enchilada sauce. Again, I was I was very advanced. I was probably five or six years old. And uh, I used, like, a five-pound um bag of my mom's chili powder and water and was like this is going to be delicious and of course it was not um and it just it all just sort of you know went on from there i i always loved being in the kitchen um my family didn't have a whole lot of money so we always ate at home like every night of the week and my mom was a great cook but she refused to cook by herself so i cooked with her every night we always had fresh salads, and I was just always, I was just, food has always been just such a big part of our lives, and, and learning to prepare yummy stuff based on whatever we had in the house. People say that that's sort of like my thing, that I can throw a good meal together with almost anything, so mm-hmm. I thank my mom for that, and um, so yeah, so it just kept going from there. I, I'm not actually formally trained as a chef. I have a degree in economics. Um, and I was, you know, I was doing an office job for a couple of years, and I just, I hated it. The only part of the job I liked was being able to plan parties and put food together. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I just, I finally built up the courage to quit my job, and um, I was working in um, Santa Barbara, California, which has a lot of affluent people, and I thought, you know, I think people would pay for me to come and cook for them. So I quit my job, put up a website, and declared myself a chef. And um, <laughs> that's that's pretty much how it started. Um, I it I think things started to get interesting though when I, you know I found out that I had some food intolerances and and I so you know for myself I had to learn how to you know, to make things taste good without gluten or dairy or, well, soy is not that hard. But um, And then I really wanted to bring that to people. So my, my private chef business for, you know, seven or eight years specialized in, in preparing meals for people on restricted diets. Mm. And um, so then, you know, from there I thought, you know, I want to make a bigger contribution than just working with people one-on-one, and that was where the idea for Recipe Rx came, which you already mentioned, and then a couple, so I was, you know, I was doing that, working on that. And then a couple months ago, I went back to my um, my naturopathic doctor, and she said that I had some adrenal fatigue and um, a low thyroid. And somehow, you know, a friend introduced me to, what's that book? It's like the low, like the, is it Karzakian or? <laughs> Why do I still have thyroid symptoms and my lab tests are normal? <laughs> Yeah, worst worst yeah. worst name for a book ever, but ever, an amazing for, yeah, book. Yeah, it's the worst. And I have to write yeah, that so much ama- on treatment plans. It's the worst. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! It but it was. I I felt like I already knew a lot about health, and this book really opened my eyes to, 
you know, adrenal fatigue and thyroid problems that really run rampant. And then um, another friend gave me Rob Wolf's book, Paleo Solution, and I just, I devoured it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just, and I completely overhauled my diet in probably like a four-day time period. And just to see what would happen because I was, you know, just sort of scared and I didn't, I was really surprised that for being as quote-unquote healthy as I was that I was dealing with that stuff. And no joke, Lauren, I felt like a completely different person in like three or four days. And then I was ready to write my cookbook, which I had never done for 10 years of being a chef. And I was like, I finally have something that I know is going to really work for a lot of people. And I just, I just dove in. I took off mm. like the last three months of my other work, and I tested a bunch of recipes. And so I actually, it's, it's I've only actually been, you know, I've been a, a healthy chef with restricted diets for years, but I've only actually been doing paleo for about four months now. But it's just, it's absolutely transformed my life. And so now I get to share my creations with everybody. <laughs> it's so great and it's like your pa- your passion is contagious cuz you love this and you really live it and you're so excited to help people cuz you know that this is the proper diet for you, right? You know you feel so yeah. good on it and you want to be able to help people feel good too. So I just really love that and I just really acknowledge you for contributing, you know, work to to other people. It's really great. Well, yeah, it's it's really fun. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super fun. It's fun helping people. I love it. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> helping people with delicious food. Like I'm, I've just become everybody's best friend. <laughs> like everybody mm-hmm. wants me at their parties. Everybody wants me over. And yeah. but you know, to be able to transition, what I love about what I'm doing now is um, is really transitioning from doing it for people to empowering them to do it themselves, and mm-hmm. for people to. I mean, you know, you and I have talked about that some that. You know, it's a lot about the, um, just about the mindset around around healthy eating. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm really committed, and I know that you're really committed, like, to, to having people just have, like, a more powerful perspective or mindset around what it's going to take to feed your body healthy. And mm-hmm. it's really not, if, if people get nothing else from the show, I want them to get, that it's really not hard. It is not hard to eat delicious, satisfying paleo food every day. Mm-hmm. And your body is absolutely going your body is going to respond quickly. I'm sure you can talk about, you know, hundreds of patients who have responded really quickly and so well to this. It it's like it's just a no brainer for me. Um mm-hmm. to, to 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 like to really stand behind this way of eating. And um and yeah, to, to give people the, like the really specific recipes and tools that they need so that they can experience success. Hey guys, we are back on Dr. Low Radio, and uh, the rest of the of the the mer, the rest of the mer, the rest of the mer is gonna be recorded. Okay, so I was gonna delete that, but Camille has forced me to leave that audio on the show, so I'm gonna leave it. Fun. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna be real crazy. Um, okay, so we're gonna get back into the show. So Camille, 
you obviously are kind of newer to paleo diet, and I think it's it's cool because you know in the last four months your life has drastically changed, and mm-hmm. obviously you've experienced the benefits of it. Yeah. And I feel like I can't look at you because I would laugh. Yeah, don't look. At okay, me. I can't look at you. <laughs> so, it, but I think the, the one of the biggest reasons why you've had such success with this diet is your attitude, mm-hmm. and you have a very positive outlook and. That's something I see with patients is when they view this kind of lifestyle and diet as just just going without and they feel like they are victims to life now and they can't enjoy anything. I mean, it really affects their their outcome and, and how how well this diet actually, um, you know, improves their health. So talk a little bit about that. You know, how important do you think mindset is to being successful on the paleo diet? Yeah, Lauren, I really love that you brought this up because, you know, everything you're saying is is totally is totally dead on. I, I'm actually not exaggerating when I say that your mindset around it is probably, you know, eighty five or ninety percent. Because I mean listen guys, you're gonna be eating three meals a day or four or five or whatever. But so you have a choice about what you put in your body and you know certainly, you know, ten or fifteen percent may be about, yeah, you need to get some recipes, you need to get a couple skills, you need some tools and you need to have a structure that supports it, but if you're walking around every day like, oh my God, I really wish I could eat a cheeseburger, oh, I wish I could, oh, I'm so sad I can't eat that, then you're going to miss, like, what's really possible from from eating this way, you know. I, I think that you can attest to, you know, that I started feeling like a completely different person four days after eating Strictly Paleo. Well, not strictly, but, you know, like eating paleo. And that's what I hear time and time again and why I know that the paleo diet isn't some passing fad is because people start eating this way, and as soon as they can, you know, get some skills and figure out how to just get it into their lives, if they can get over that initial hump, they just start feeling so good. You know, for me, I just I started I, – I wasn't really overweight, but I started losing weight really quickly without, you know, counting calories, I was bouncing out of bed instead of dragging myself out of bed, able to go all day without, um, you know, without taking a nap or needing coffee, and, you know, and this is, and I was somebody who already had a pretty good diet, and so for it, for me to experience that radical of a shift really says something, and so, so, so going back to your question, I think that your mindset around it and really, and also having, you know, an empowering context, you mm-hmm. know, like knowing why you're doing this. What why do any listeners, why why do you care about eating healthy? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I doubt that any of you are taking on a, a paleo way of eating just for kicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like you have families, you have people that you want to be around for for many years to come. You have people probably that rely on you and that need you to have a, a lot of energy, um, and you want to experience quality of life. You know, you want to be able to live free of from sickness and illness, and and that's something that you know for most people. I mean, certainly some people will need other to see a doctor and to maybe to customize or tweak it, but largely, you know, people who are able to really embrace this way of eating, they just feel so good and that means something when you have a life that really calls for that because our bodies are our vehicles and so when you can adopt that mindset around it I, I can really I can almost guarantee you success. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, for sure. Just being super empowering about it and, and just getting clear on what your whys are. Mm-hmm. You know, what what is important to you in your life? I mean, if the most important thing to you is your kids and you're, you know, wanting to change your diet, you, you might lose track of why it's so important to eat well because you're like, well, maybe looking good and feeling so good isn't so important because my priorities are my kids. Well, if you really think about it, if your priorities, priorities are your kids, eating well is going to help help you be healthy so you can be there for your kids. You know, or if it's your marriage that's important to you or your work that's important to you or whatever it is, I mean, eating this way is going to help you get there in in whatever area that is important to you because your health is really, it's really all you have, you know, and and if this diet is going to help you be as healthy as possible, then then that's that's the way that, you know, you're going to be able to fulfill whatever is important to you in your life. So, um, you know. Let me say one thing. You, You just brought up kids, and I think that, as parents, you probably know that you know that what you teach your kids when they're young is going to stay with them for their entire lives. And you know, the parents that I know who are cooking with their kids, who are having them grocery shop with them, who are getting them involved, and who are getting them excited about eating healthy, and even maybe gardening with them. I mean, these families really thrive. I mean, this is sort of to digress a little bit, but just. You know, I know you and I are both about, like, having families and relationships work. You know, not eating dinner at a drive through but taking the time and prioritizing making dinner with your family, sitting around the table together, and having them get, you know, the value of this. And, you know, reclaiming the American dinner, people connecting around the dinner table. I mean, that's as important to me as any of this. And it mm-hmm. really, so it really is. Um, it is a lifestyle shift, you know, for some people, especially who are really busy. It, it, it is going to take something. I don't want to um, to minimize that it can take something, really, for people to um, to take this on. But you know, the benefits, you know, for the lives of your children if they're growing up, not just for them adopting good habits, but for them, you know, being able to do good in school and, you know, we could talk about school lunches for a whole nother show, oh, but, yeah. but it really, you know, it, it, it really matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the reasons I was really excited to have you on the show is that for a lot of us who have been eating the paleo diet for a while, some of us are in a rut, you know, we have breakfast like eggs and bacon for breakfast, which is amazing, but, you know, if you have it 90 days in a row, it can get a little monotonous, and then lunch is, you know, a salad with some salmon on top, and then dinner is sweet potatoes and, you know, maybe some grass-fed something and some asparagus, you know, after a while, I can be like, really, I can't do this anymore, so, you know, I've seen the, the, the recipes you have in your book, and obviously seen you work your magic and craziness in the kitchen, and, you know, you get really creative with stuff, so I thought it'd be fun for you to give some tips to us for, like, kind of a typical day, so let's, we can kind of do breakfast, lunch, dinner, like, how would you spice up the uh, boring paleo diet easily so that people can start doing this at home pretty quickly. Yeah, totally. So um, I am actually really excited. Uh, I prepared a couple things to share with you guys. Um, so I, I want to say that before I answer. That is is really the – it's cooking is not hard. And I probably shouldn't say that too much or I'll be, like, out of a job. But you just need to learn uh, some basic principles and, and techniques. And so one thing um, I wanted to share with you guys um, is that there are are really like six basic tastes. And all of 
the complex tastes that chefs like me or if you're going out to a four-star restaurant, they all use this basic formula to create this. And so once you guys have that formula, you can do it for yourself. So just as with primary colors, um, the basic qualities of, um, of those sensations are derived chiefly from the nature of human perception. In this case, um, different sorts of taste in the human tongue. So you're, if you were actually to divide up your tongue into like five or six different regions, there's different pockets for where it, it tastes, has these different like sensory taste things. So the first is sweet. So, uh, so it's sweet, sour, bitter, salty, spicy, and umami. And so the idea, you don't have to hit all of those things in every dish, but the idea is to craft meals that's going to hit several of those things. And that's what's going to make food taste really interesting. And you guys can totally do that. Mm. So, um, so, you know, something sweet. And this is all, I've adopted this all to just paleo foods that, that I've put in here. So, you know, you can do honey, stevia, maple syrup, dates, or fruit. That's sweet. And then sour. So you have citrus. Some, you know, some fruits are sour, wine, and vinegar. You have bitter. That's like coffee, cocoa, bitters, olives, and citrus peel. Uh Again, I say you guys don't have to write this all down. Um, I'm going to give this whole, um, this whole everything I'm saying as a uh, as a free download on my website, uh, recipe-rx.com. Right there in the bottom center of the homepage, you can just sign up, uh, put your email in there, and you will get this automatically. So you don't have to write this down. Um, okay, okay. So going back. So then there's salty. You guys know there's salt, obviously. Um, preferably eating like a good quality salt, like a Himalayan or uh, Redmond's Real Salt is great. Celery is a salty vegetable. Then fish sauce, coconut aminos. Salty is pretty basic. There's spicy. Spicy is pretty basic too. But um, you know, chili, cayenne, hot sauce, radishes, arugula are spicy vegetables. And then my favorite category. Um, I taught Dr. Lowe something about this today. I thought she knew everything about everything. Um, umami is um, is a savory flavor, and you find umami flavors in seafood, mushrooms, cured meat, my favorite thing, um, bone broth, fermented food, fermented and aged foods, and tomatoes. Those all have umami. So, um, so I just wanted to start off with that, you know, just to say that you know the recipes in my cookbook do that work for you. I balance those flavors, and that's why that's what gives you the paleogasm, right. being able to hit all of those different flavors on so your tongue. That's interesting because I, when I have a really delicious meal, I can describe it as like having a depth to it. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's that's what it's hitting is those different parts of the exactly. tongue. Because I know when I make something, it's it's kind of a shallow taste. Exactly. It's, I don't know why. It, I, it's like hard to describe it like that. It's not like it's like a deep or a shallow food, but it just like has like a shallow taste to it. Yeah, so. it's so perfect that you say that. I think that that's what you know most most early home cooks experience mm -hmm. is. Oh, I made this thing and I put these couple things in it, but it, it doesn't taste as good as your stuff, Camille. And it's like, well, you know, because it doesn't have all of the, the different yeah. ingredients that bring those notes in. Hmm. And it's weird that more, maybe it's because I am a chef before I'm a paleo person, but I haven't heard many people talk about this. I think maybe they don't want to let the secret out mm. because when everybody knows that it's not that hard... Oh, snap. You won't go out anymore. Sorry, right. chef. Oh, I want people to cook at home. Anyway, so um, so that all being said, I am going to now answer Dr. Lowe's question. 
Um, so breakfast. Oh, yeah. Boring, breakfast. boring ass breakfast. <laughs> okay. We've got bacon and eggs every day. What the heck can I do to spice up breakfast? Okay. So uh, bacon or sausage and eggs or, you know, meat, that's obviously a great way to start. Um, I know that you agree that we all need to have leafy greens yes, in every meal. every meal. So, well, the first thing I say is to get some of that umami flavor. You can cook it in bacon fat. Do you mm. do that? I don't, but I should. Mm, cook those eggs in bacon fat, girl. Um, and and then you can also chop up your kale, and um, kale gets really crispy, which you probably know if you eat like kale chips. But you can chop up kale and cook that in the in the fat also, and get it nice and crispy. So that's that's one thing you could do. So what I do typically for breakfast is I I start with what Dr. Lowe does, and I'll add in some greens. I'll cook it in bacon fat, and then um, I like to mix. I like to get some raw food in most of my meals, you know, for the enzymes and stuff. So I'll put that with um, some baby greens or some raw arugula. And then now I want to tell you three ways that you can spice up that basic dish. So you can do it like Mexican style. You can throw in some cumin, some chili powder, some garlic, maybe some fresh cilantro or avocado. Obviously, if you have some salsa, you can throw that on. Mm. Or you can take that same basic thing and you can put in a Moroccan spice blend. And then um, cilantro and parsley is really good. Um, or you can make that same thing Italian. You can put in oregano, uh, parsley, basil, sun-dried tomatoes, maybe some olives or artichokes. So I like to have, and I'll talk with you guys in a second about just how to stock your paleo pantry, but most of these things you're, you know, you're going to have on hand anyway, especially those spices. Like having some different spice blends is is awesome because you know you can take that same relatively same basic meal and really have your palate think you're eating something different just by switching up the spices so that's breakfast awesome mm-hmm. Jeez. oh and then with veggies you know we love to eat the farmer's market you can start with those eggs and just whatever veggies are great at the farmer's market you can just toss those in sweet yeah. all right i'm gonna give that a try mm-hmm. so how about lunch lunch okay so um, sort of similar to the different, hitting the different notes on your tongue, I like to have different textures in your food. And, um, and one, a salad is a great way to do that, you know, where you can have something chewy, something crunchy, something slippery. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't like slippery food. <laughs> Neither do I, actually. An oyster salad. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so you make your salad with, you know, whatever your seasonal veggies are and whatever, you know, yummy, um, good quality protein you have. And, and then you can add textures. You, know, you can add, like, dried and fresh fruit. Um, you can add bacon. Always add bacon. Oh, have you ever had chorizo chips? No. In my cookbook, I make um, chorizo croutons. What? They're so good. Oh, my God. All you do is you you take thin, you get a hard, uh, like a, a firm, uh, you can do it with salami either. Get like a really hard salami. Oh, you guys, this is so great. You have to do this. Um, or chorizo, and you have them at like Whole Foods, they'll slice it for you really thin, and then you just bake it. It's so easy. It's like slices of cured meat that's baked in like a 450 degree oven it gets super crispy and then it's like croutons but chorizo wow i know i kind of want to take that to the movies oh yeah right yeah oh yeah (laughs) i'm gonna weird everybody out like what is she eating like Um, it's chorizo they're they're chorizo chips baby (laughs) (laughs) yum yeah so that's a fun thing and then you know some marinated stuff um again this all comes from Setting yourself up to win um, mm. just by having stuff at your house. 
you know, people who have empty refrigerators are never going to have success in the kitchen. Right. So, you know, having just stuff in your pantry, um, you can get the marinated things that, you know, even at Costco you can get sun-dried. You can get all kinds of good stuff. You can get artichoke hearts, you can get olives and capers and, mm-hmm. like, lots of fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so anyway, so now three specific lunches. So we have, you could do a cob salad, which is like ham, turkey, hard-boiled eggs, sun-dried tomatoes, and avocado. Um, you could take Dr. Lowe's Boring Salmon Salad, and you could add maybe some dried cranberries, some pecans, maybe some Granny Smith apples, which give it, uh, like, a nice little tart and uh-huh. sweet, maybe a little bit of creamy right. avocado. Right, uh-huh. market. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then with your boring chicken, you can turn that into something Mediterranean. You know, you could do, again, some artichoke hearts, maybe some pine nuts. I like to put raisins, you know, that raisin, you may think raisin sounds weird, but mm. the sweetness of the raisin really nicely offsets, um, you know, some of the bitter and sour of, of the cured meats, like mm-hmm. olives and, or of the, not cured meats, the, the cured stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so again, going back to what we talked about at the beginning about building a plate of food that's going to hit several of those, yeah. um, several of those notes. Sweet. It's really not it. so hard, right? When you, when yeah, it's, it's, it is hard. It's just not hard for you, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to try. I'm going to start. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you guys this guide so you can just hold on to it and you're going to have the book. So you'll be okay. Awesome. Let's okay. upgrade dinner. Okay. Let's upgrade dinner. Okay, guys, let's upgrade dinner with food that the kids are going to love. I've had some experience with this. Um, I am a really big fan of ground meat. I know it doesn't sound very sexy, but you know, sometimes the organic meats are when you eat them in steaks, they're like a little bit chewy, you know, grass-fed meat doesn't have as much fat and it's not always like as succulent and fall apart. So starting with fall apart? Yeah, that's the official term. So, um all right, so you start with your organic meat. So whether that is a beef, lamb, pork, bison, buffalo, so you take that, and then you can take, if you want to, like, really kick it up to ninja status, mm-hmm. you can add um, you can add some liver. And I know, Dr. Lloyd, do you want to say why the well, liver should add liver? liver is amazing. It has, it's jam-packed with fat-soluble nutrients, and it's amazing, amazing for fertility and hormone balancing. And we could do a whole show on liver, but I will spare yeah. you. But liver amazing. is an uber superfood. And the problem is, you know, some people like liver. Most people like me don't. But um, I say with a ratio of like five or six to one of regular meat to liver, you, know, you can just grind that up even at, um, at the market. Um, have them grind it up for you, and you can just toss that in. And then you use your handy-dandy food processor, and you can chop up really small, like kale, chard, carrots, onions, bell peppers, celery, garlic, lots of stuff. You just chop it up small. You mix that all in with some of your spice blends that I was telling you about. You roll that into balls with um, with eggs and some salt. <laughs> and, um, and And it's just great. So... I just I do lots I, I do lots of things this way, especially with kids. Like if it looks like a meatball for kids, it's like if it looks like something they recognize and it tastes decent, they'll they'll usually eat it. Mm-hmm. It's when they're able to like recognize it. So just three um, three variations of that. Um, I love these little Vietnamese meatballs and lettuce cups. So you do ground pork, basil, cilantro, ginger, some fish sauce, and you cook those up, and you put that in a little butter lettuce cup with some carrots, green onions, chopped almonds, and then like a little, like a honey lime hot sauce, which like helps to mm-hmm. bring together all of those flavors. 
So you can do spaghetti and meatballs. Um, so any meat that you do with veggies, maybe some Italian spices with a simple tomato sauce and serve that with a roasted spaghetti squash. Which I am obsessed with spaghetti squash. My mom, my mom's coming out this weekend and I have a birthday party. As you know, you'll be there on Saturday. <laughs> and she's like, honey, what should I make? And I was like, I just want like spaghetti and like like meatballs, so she's going to make this dish on awesome. Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be awesome and stuff. Ooh, maybe we should make it the cooking class. Ooh. Maybe I will. So maybe on the Sunday class her mom will be there. Maybe she can help. Okay. <laughs> My mom's coming out to, to be put to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'll do it. Um, it's fun. <laughs> we'll make her. Yeah, she'll have fun. Okay, so then the last one, um, I'm, I'm really into Moroccan flavors, mm-hmm. if you guys have Love. noticed. Anything with lamb. <clears throat> yeah, so um, a Moroccan meatloaf, um, half beef and half lamb. Um, you could do all lamb. Some of the Moroccan spice blend, again, that recipe is in the cookbook. Um, some cilantro, some parsley, maybe some raisins, some dried apricots with a lemon aioli. Lemon is a really prominent flavor in Moroccan cooking. And it's a very good Scrabble word when you're trying to get rid of all the vowels. Oh, shoot. Do you play Scrabble? Dude, I'm obsessed. <gasps> oh, no. Another thing we're both obsessed with. We're too much alike. We already told them about let's our just, Let's just finish the show and go skip. Can we go frolic. play Scrabble? We're going to go frolic. We're going to go field. play Scrabble. I love Scrabble so much. <laughs> oh, my God. We didn't know that. Anyway. I've been better. No. Okay. Oh, we're, I'm done. We're going to go play Scrabble. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Aoli. Just kidding. Aoli, 75 points. No, those are all one-point letters. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so arugula salad and some mashed potatoes. <laughs> I'm loving really Okay. Um, so, that's... Oh, and then... Okay, so that's that's an upgraded breakfast, lunch, dinner, and I'm sure you guys are getting writing writer's cramp, but you don't have to because Camille put this all together in a guide for you so you can get that on our website. Um, and, but how about snacks? Because I get super LBS, as I call it, which is low blood sugar, oh. throughout the day, and I need to have my little snacks in my in my desk drawer. So what are some good snacks that I can turn to? Okay, well, um some of these you can have in your desk drawer. If you have a little cooler, that would be better. Mm-hmm. So you guys know a lot of them, right? You know that, you know, you can take fruit, you can take veggie sticks, some jerky, some chicken hard-boiled eggs. That's probably stuff that you guys are already doing and getting really bored of mm-hmm. or eating trail mix all day long. So I'm going to give you a, a, couple I, a couple ideas that I love. So you can make these energy balls. Um, and you can use any different kind of, um, any kind of nut that you like. I make a lot of balls. Yeah, you do make a lot of balls. <laughs> I just like little packages. You must have you have meatballs, energy balls, chocolate balls. Okay. So this is actually the foundation for you guys. When you see the cookbook, um, I actually named one of my recipes after our favorite doctor, Dr. Lowe. Um, they were basically a variation of what I'm about to share with you, dipped in chocolate. And I think the first time we hung out, I brought lunch. To the office, and I brought um, I brought basically these energy balls with the dark chocolate, and this girl would not shut up about them. She still only had them once, and it was months ago. <laughs> no, you had some more at your house one time. Oh yeah, time. yeah. But yes. you gave, she gave me twelve of them in a bag, and I literally ate all of them except one. I gave to my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually in the cookbook, the the recipe has been dedicated. They are now called Dr. Lowe's Amaze Balls. <laughs> Yes, and they're really good. Okay, so the basic, and that's actually a basic energy ball. So with those, it's um, it's um, soaked. So it's a really good idea to soak your nuts because um, nuts have enzyme inhibitors. Is it, is it phytic acid? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, enzyme inhibitors. So um, when you soak them, you know, something like cashews or something delicate, maybe for four hours, but some of the denser nuts like almonds, you'd want to soak overnight. It's going to make them a lot easier to digest and actually get those nutrients. Mm. So um, so use some sort of soaked nuts, um, some coconut oil. You guys all know the benefits of coconut oil, and you should be eating, like, at least two tablespoons a day. Um, dates, um, some shredded coconut, and some, uh, maybe some dried fruit. And basically, you just chop all that stuff up. Um, I don't have the official recipe this moment. And you can just, you know, you just pack them all together and, like, roll them up. And then once you chill them, the coconut oil gets nice and hard, and they're really, they're an amazing portable snack. And mm -hmm. you can use all different kinds of nuts. You can, you know, you can swap out these things. And that you dip in dark chocolate, right? Um, I didn't for these here. You certainly can dip them in dark chocolate. Dip them in dark chocolate if you want them to be. Actually, yeah, dip them in Why dark chocolate. Why would you not dip them in dark chocolate? You should dip everything in dark chocolate. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so that's the first one, with energy balls. The second one is... Oh, a combination I really like is um, smoked salmon, chopped avocado, a little bit of green onion, and aioli. Mm. You just chop that up and mix that together, and you can um, you can do it in a food processor. You can do it by hand. Um, I like to put them in little um, endive cups, mm -hmm. and that you would take that as a snack um, and have to refrigerate that. But those mm. are delicious, and you get you know you get some really nice fat there, and you get some protein, and it's just like a nice change, especially if you like smoked salmon. Mm -hmm. And then a uh, plantain chips. Obsessed. I'm obsessed. I know. I know. I just discovered plantains. I can't believe it. I've been a chef for 10 years, and I only discovered plantains since I've been doing the paleo thing. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, plantain chips and guacamole. Mm. I don't know how. We should probably get a little bit of protein into that. How would we get some... Yeah. You can put some bacon in the guacamole. Yeah, I could do that. Ooh. Yeah. Bacon guac? Mm. Wow. That sounds really good. Yeah. So anyway, so those are those are some ideas for how to uh how to spruce up your breakfast, lunch, and dinners. Um, I have some more should I go into the other stuff or just let them read it on their own? I think we gotta let them, you know, want a little bit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So there's some other juicy tidbits. Yeah, and Camille has, uh, what is it, seven additions to your paleo diet you should do now, like things you got to add into your paleo diet that you're probably missing out on that will instantly upgrade yeah. your, the delicious your game, factor. your delicious factor game. Yeah, so get that on the website. Yep. Okay, so it is time for us to give some cookbooks away to some people. So we're going to... Um, Take it to Facebook, and I actually posted a, um, a posted a post earlier. <laughs> You're so articulate, Doctor. I'm really articulate, and you would think that this being recorded, I'd be much more articulate. But no, it's actually worse than live radio. Um, anyway, so we have some winners for some cookbooks, and they are. Let me see here. Drum roll, please. We have five winners, and the winners are Alan Perry, Kirsten, I never knew how to pronounce Kirsten's last name, Waihee, Waihee, Weehee, Darlene, Let <laughs> Darlene Ledbetter, Rosalind Big, and Elvia Phelps. Each of you guys get a free cookbook. Yay! Yay for you guys. Sorry, that was really loud for you guys. <laughs> exciting. So that is very exciting. And, um... Camille, tell us what's what's on the horizon for you. So we got we got our cooking classes, you know, tomorrow and Sunday. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, oh man, I wish I wish I could be everywhere, but um, they are just in San Diego. Um, I have put together these cooking classes. It's 
fast paleo and superfoods cooking classes. So just to show people some of what I talked about today like on the court and then um, how to integrate some of those amazing paleo superfoods that we all love. You know, so we're going to learn how to make kombucha and sauerkraut. We're going to talk about bone broth and beef liver and leafy greens and how to make those super healthy. Well, no, they are super healthy. How to make them fast and how to make them taste good. Sweet. So we're going to be doing that. And then you're going to be spreading the uh, the paleo gospel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking about... I'm going to go tell it on the mountain. <laughs> Talk about the digestion. You know. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so that that's the cooking classes. Um, and then I'm actually, I think I told you this, we're going to have somebody coming and filming the class on Sunday, and we're going to piece that together and turn that into a pitch for a cable paleo cooking show. Um for any of you listening who are my friends and followers, you know that I auditioned for the next Food Network star a couple of months ago, and I was like, was so excited about having a a paleo cooking show, and they didn't call me. It was so heartbreaking. They miss you. Food Network <laughs> is just not ready for a paleo show. They are not evolved. They're still doing like diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah. So I'm going to take this to like the Learning Channel or. Someone who just is, Discovery Health or yeah, something. Yeah, someone who is ready to to do something like this. Because um, I I love talking and being with people, as you know. And you know, as as you guys heard earlier, I I just I want to reach a lot of people. I I I just know what is possible when people eat the paleo diet, and it can be fun. It doesn't have to be hard, and so I'm just excited about the possibility of having a cooking show and reaching a lot of people quickly. So I'm doing that. Um, I'm also working on a, a five-week uh, teleseminar series that is basically like Paleo Eating 101. So in that teleseminar, you're just going to learn how to seamlessly integrate a paleo diet into your daily life. And it's just ex really expanding on the conversation that we started here today. Um, and two of the classes are actually going to be um, Google Hangouts, which is really great. So everybody will have their little camera on in their kitchen, and I'll be in my kitchen, and I'm actually going to teach you guys all of the techniques that, that you need to be able to be a, a rock star in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So um, so if you guys are interested in participating in that, it's going to start probably the second or third week of February, but again, if you get onto the mailing list, and I'll tell you about that, and... Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be uh, oh, yeah. sharing some knowledge on that. Yeah, yeah, uh, too. yeah. Dr. Lowe is going to be um, doing coming on the show, talking about the holy grail of paleogasmic health, digestion, because mm -hmm. she is the queen and the poop queen. Poop. It does start in the gut, and that's why this diet is so powerful. Yeah, so it's like it's impossible to have the health that you're looking for without healthy digestion, mm -hmm. and. Um, and most people are totally clueless. Cool. So I'm really yeah. excited about so that. So how can people um, sign up for the teleseminar? Where, where, where should they be looking for it? Um, right now, just um, go and get onto my email list, mm -hmm. and it'll be there. Oh, also find me on Facebook. Um, Dr. Lowe and I both spend a lot of time there. No. No. I do. Yes. Uh, anyway, um, Recipe Rx on Facebook. Um, Dr. Lowe will put a link to that. And that's probably, I don't Twitter much. Mm -hmm. 
Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited. I'm glad you came on the show. We were able to uh, kind of spice up your guys' paleo boring diets because I know some of you guys can get in a rut, and now you have no excuse. And, you know, check out Camille's um, cookbook, and if you guys are local, please, um, you know. Come to the class. Come to the class. We we'll see you there. You. Yeah. And um, I think that's it. Any parting words, Camille? I love you all. <laughs> Eat paleo forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paleo plus you equals love forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quote of the day. All right, you guys. Well, hopefully you have a, a wonderful rest of your week, and um, we'll check you next week. I'm going to be uh, interviewing Hal Elrod. He is the author of Morning Miracle. We'll be able to get you guys to be morning people. It's awesome. Like you were when you were a child on Christmas morning. That's the goal. I love Miracle Morning. I know. Camille no, loves it, you too. you Morning Miracle? Miracle Morning. Miracle Morning. Oh, crap. <laughs> miracle Morning. <laughs> I know. Miracle Morning is amazing. It is amazing. Camille um, used to be like a zombie coming out of bed, too, and it's helped her a lot, too. Yeah, so much. It shifts your entire day. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And we can all use some more of that. Okay, I could keep on rambling. <laughs> love you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye, guys. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. This is your wallet. I've got my hands full with your credit cards, ID, and that Froyo loyalty card. So I was thrilled to learn about the new digital wallet in the Giant Eagle app. It'll let you store, manage, and spend all your gift cards right from your phone. E-gift cards you buy from Giant Eagle and GetGo will load automatically. And you can even transfer plastic gift cards there, too. Download the Giant Eagle app and start using the digital wallet today. Visit GiantEagle.com backslash wallet for details.